Twyla M. Marks, the divorce recovery expert. She is Coach Twyla, the Get Your Happy Back Divorce Coach. Well, hello, everyone. How is everybody tonight? I'm Twyla and Marks. I am the divorce recovery expert, aka Coach Twyla, the Get Your Happy Back Divorce Coach. So thank you all so very much for tuning in on tonight. And today's show is Walk in the New Season. Now, y'all know I've been in an infidelity series the entire month of January, and this Tonight, I wanted to bring on an amazing guest, and he's going to talk about walking into the new season and how do you start over after a traumatic experience. So he is none other than Kareem R. Ellis. He is the author of GPS, My Success. He's the host of the Les Brown Motivational Call. He is the number one breakthrough strategist. So let's welcome Kareem to Divorce Talk with <laughs> Woo, listen, I'm, I'm happy to be here. I tell people all the time, when you get one Aquarius, that, that's all you need. You get two Aquariuses in the same place at the same time, we will shift the heavens, the stars, the sun will stop in rotation for a second. The moon won't come up. So you put two Aquariuses in the same place at the same time, you know we about to drop some gems here today. So Twyla, I am, it, it's, it's an honor, a privilege, and a pleasure uh, to be with you today to talk about this topic. I am ecstatic. Oh, I'm ready to go. Yes. <laughs> See, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I love it. Yes. Two Aquarius in the house tonight, but he is the Aquarius. <laughs> so, You're too kind. Thank you. So, so Kareem, you know, the show tonight is walking into a new season or walking a new season. And, yes. you know, my specialty is helping people recover from divorce. And but you know what? Um, walking into a new season doesn't not doesn't necessarily always have to mean after a divorce. So let's just dive right on in to what would you talk to the people or what would you say to the people about walking into a new season? Wow. So I'm so glad we're starting out right here. Right. And right. the reason why I say that is um, we both have a great following. And, and I know this topic is all about I know your brand is all about divorce and recovery and finding that happy medium after you go through divorce. Divorces can be painful. But as I was praying a little bit on this topic today and how I want to approach it, because it can be approached a multitude of different ways. Uh, mm -hmm. What came across my spirit is we're not dealing with people that that's going through a physical divorce of relationship. We got folks that are divorcing jobs. We got folks that are divorcing family members. We got folks that are divorcing friends. We got people that are divorcing business partners. I mean, we got people that are divorcing everything, including what I call stinking thinking, which is old outdated mindset. So when I approach this, I want all the following here to simply fill in the blanks. In other words, if you're not physically married and going through a marital divorce, that's cool. Today's topic, we still got you. We're not going to let you down. If right. you're divorcing the job you've been at for several years or whatever have you, we're going to talk about what it looks like to walk in your new season. And most importantly, as you said it earlier, how you can get your happy back because it's all about happy. Now, the first thing I see is this, and, and I'm sure you've come across it being the number one divorce expert that I've come across, right? A lot of people have been suffering from the fallout of that crazy year called 2020. 
Right. A lot of people, right? I know right. the divorce yeah. rate went through the roof. But again, like I said, divorce to me means a lot of things in my line of work. And so I tell people all the time, number one, I think 2020 is the year of perfect vision. And I remember getting into an argument with somebody going, how in the world do you think it's perfect vision? I said, well, 2020 is perfect vision. And let me give you a backstory so you understand where I'm coming from with this, right? Okay. Um, when I was a child, right, I remember my desire was to play on my 10th grade basketball team. And, and mm -hmm. I had some skills. I, I had a little bit of skills on me, right? So <laughs> making a team was nothing. I, I got that knocked out. But in order to play, I had to produce a physical. And so mm -hmm. I went to my doctor. I did the the, the, the the actual physical part, right? They tested all the body, the reflexes, the health. It was perfect. But the problem I ran into was the vision part, mm. right? I got okay. past the physical part, but the vision test is where I went wrong at. I remember him having me sit in the chair and read off the chart. I'm reading off the chart. The big letters in the big eight-inch spot was fine. A-E-I-O-U and sometimes Y, you know, B-C-D-E-F-G. And when I got down to the small four-inch spot, for the first time in my life, I began to squint. I couldn't tell if that was a B or a D, a T or a P. And so I'm just guessing my way to the finish line. And every time I guess a letter, I can hear the optimizer just go it was that last mm, to let me know i'm failing this test right mm. I, i'm guessing i'm squinting i'm not passing it so my problem was i don't want to wear glasses okay. and he said something to me i'm gonna share with the following here today he said well number one i know you don't want to wear glasses i understand that most 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 kids don't want to wear glasses because we don't we don't want to be made fun of back when i grew up they, they, listen my glasses, one of the stylists is what you got on right now. You rocking something nice. We had some stuff that looked a little bit reckless, right? So we make fun of people to wear glasses. We call them nerds. We call them four eyes. We will pick on them and take their glasses off and hurl them across the room and watch you look goofy on all fours trying to find your glasses because you couldn't see them. So I didn't want to join the, the visually impaired. He said, right. number one, Kareem, change is good. Now pause for a second, right? Change, because yeah. for a lot of us, a lot of us, we don't want to see it that way. The mm -hmm. worst change in the world is forced change. That's where you wake up one day because you got these goals set in front of you, you got these dreams set in front of you. You think where you know you're going in life, and all suddenly at your door, and it's change. Yeah. And change and ask for permission to come over, change and say, I'm on my way. Change just showed up and said, I'm about to wreck your whole life, mm. and you got to deal with it. Right. right? And so for most people working through a divorce of any type, they have forced change, forced right? Change. Most of us have our goals and dreams laid out. All of a sudden, we get our world turned upside down. So number one, the question is this, um, are you prepared to deal with change? Mm. Are you prepared to deal with change? Now, I I'm an 80s baby. So I want to do this in such a way that everybody here grasps this concept, come right? On, come so on, come on now. Growing up, yeah. I'm, I'm going to go back into my childhood, okay. right? I remember when everyone used to rock not the Polaroid. Camera. Come on, I, I know I'm dating myself. <laughs> the right? And I remember you you couldn't go to a birthday party, a bar mitzvah, a graduation without somebody saying, y'all get together, let's get together. Hey, hold on a second, can't take the photo yet because you know you got to have the flash. That's Come on, man. you know you got to have the flash, right? Yeah. Right? So everybody get together, say cheese, and then the photo would come out and it was instant technology, right? right. And then all suddenly change came about and we got the digital camera, Yeah. right? The digital camera came out, right? We thought this was the best thing in the world to this got dropped off on our doorstep. And I can take more photos with this. I can delete the bad photos. So ain't no bad photos there. And I can store infinite amount. And let's be real, change now means most of us use our cell phone. Yeah. Right? This is an idea of a forced change, but it, it was something that was for the better. Let me give you.
you another example because I want you guys to really go along with this. And again, I, I know I'm dating myself when I do this, but I got, I got to do it my way, right? I, I, I know a lot of folks out there remember the, the old Maxwell cassette tape, right? I know a lot of people remember that. Back in the, listen, back in the day, we used to make our own mixtapes, right? Right. So we, we, we listened to the radio trying to get that song to come on. And you know, most, most old tape recorders, you have to hit the record and the play button at the same time, right? You have to time it. And then you, you record your song. That's the one song you've been waiting for all day long. And in the last 20 seconds of the song, the DJ interrupts the song. Talk, that's the number one hit. You, why are you talking over the song? Like, I'm just trying to record it. You don't mess the whole mixtape up now because I got the DJ running his mouth over. And that was great until CD technology came out. Yeah. Right? Yeah. CD technology, I can record more and I can travel with this easier because the old cassette tapes would get, get loose at some point in time and you need a pencil, right? <laughs> to, to try to put the, put the tape back in, right? <laughs> so, so that's another force change. Let me give you one more because I want you guys to really grasp where I'm coming at with it, right? Right, right. It's good. Make sure I, I make sure I got a good one for you. Because I, I wanna I wanna really take people back back in the day, right? All right. <laughs> How many people remember remember the old pager, right? <laughs> make sure I got the camera right, right? Yeah, you know, right. That's that's the, the, the type in nine one one or type in hello upside down, right? And we thought that this was technology or 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 use a drug dealer. Let's be real. Yeah. <laughs> you know, page, me, page me, page me, page me, right? And yeah. we know now, thanks to cell phone technology, we don't need this anymore, right? We thought this was great until that technology came out. So what I'm saying is this: number one, if you're going through a divorce with anything in life, especially in a relationship, you gotta understand that the reason for the change is for your benefit. That's it. Can you change your perception on how you see it? Our thoughts become our reality. So most of the times we don't accept change because we got limited thinking, right? We can't see into the future to understand why this change is beneficial, not only for our growth, but we talk in purpose, how it pushes us into our destiny. Right, right. There are some things we are divorcing only because it's really limited down the path and the process to get to our fantastic finish line. So number one, can I embrace the change? Embrace. Even if I didn't force the change, can I embrace it, right? So that was the first thing he taught me. But the second thing was, he was talking about the clear vision, right? And so he said, my job before I let you get out this chair is to send you back into the world with perfect vision. I said, well, what is perfect vision? He said, perfect vision is 2020. That's the best vision a person can have. Right. Now, whether you wear glasses or wear contacts, which is what I have in now, which is contacts, or if I do LASIK surgery, that's up to you. But my job is to send you back into the world with perfect vision. The reason why I say 2020, because a lot of folks I know that were dealing with relationship challenges, that manifested in 2020 for a lot of folks. Wow. The divorce yeah. rate went through the roof in 2020. Why? Because yeah. 2020 was the year of perfect vision. And here's the thing. A lot of us went into 2020 thinking our relationships were great, right? Mm. We thought our job situation was great. We thought our friendships and our, our partnerships Come were great. We thought our money was great. Only for God to say, here's the cosmic joke. We in 2020, which stands for perfect vision, but many of you walked into 20 with the, with the stigmatism. Some of you guys were nearsighted and farsighted when it came onto your relationships. Mm. Nearsighted and farsighted when it came onto your job. Nearsighted and farsighted when it came onto your business partnerships, your money, and all that other stuff. So now that I understand, I'm not seeing things clearly. Mm. Enter, enter, enter 2021. I call 2021 the year of the red flag. Because 2020, I saw things clearly for the first time. Now we're going to 2021, and all the red flags are there. Now, mm. 
Many of us is painting red flags different colors. We're painting them blue, painting them orange, painting them purple, painting them black, painting them blue. We're just painting them everything but what they were, which is red, which is a warning, right? right. So now that we see the red flag, the God question is, what are you going to do about it? You went into 2020 and I unveiled to you. I, you were seeing it nearsighted. You were seeing it farsighted. You thought this was the best thing in the world and didn't understand the challenges and the issues that was in front of you. So now the red flag is in front of your face. What are you going to do with the red flag? Wow. Right. And right. so that brings us to 2022, which is I call the year of the new you, which is where many people are learning how to rebuild. And as you say, walk in your new season, the new you. That's right? it. Yeah. That, 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 that's where we're at, right? That's so where we're at. One, number one, I can't be resistant of the change. Right now, you're either in a state of forcing or flowing. I'm going to say that again. You're either in a state of forcing or flowing. The problem, most of us, we're trying to force things to work. Force you know, it's against the law. It's against the law of nature to force anything. Mm -hmm. Nothing in nature is forced. If I plant a seed in the ground, you know, when the seed starts to germinate, multiply, that ain't a forced procedure. It flows naturally. Yeah. The best relationships in the world are designed to flow, not be forced. So if I'm forcing it to work, chances are I'm forcing it to stick together. That, mm. there's, there's some situations. It ain't enough. It ain't enough. Uh, it ain't enough super glue. It ain't enough gorilla glue. It, 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 it ain't enough sticky tape. <laughs> it ain't enough for that in the world to hold it together. So I gotta say, okay, this change, number one, that's knocked on my door. Is it a good change or a bad change? That's based on mindset. Number two, can I embrace it? Because yeah. ultimately everything that we go through is designed to work out for our good. That's it. The, the moment you change your mindset to that alone, you wanna win inside of the fence. You got to understand everything happens by design is supposed to work out for the benefit of your win. Yeah. Period. Period. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh my God. Absolutely. So that's, that's number one, change versus vision, yeah. right? Number one, can I embrace the change? Number two, am, am I clear about the vision? Was I seeing things clearly? Mm. Yes. Yes. I'm taking notes over here. You helping us. I, I, you helping I, us. I, I see. <laughs> you helping us. <laughs> yes, yes. So that's number one, change versus vision. And I love when you said forcing or flowing. It, it's either yes. you're forcing it to work or it's flowing naturally. That is powerful. naturally. Yes. What? Listen, what's, what's designed for your life is designed to flow. That's it. I, 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 I speak all day long. I'm not forcing anything. I'm flowing in my gift and my talent. When you are flowing, it works naturally. Don't get me wrong. There are some hiccups in life, but 90% right. of the battle is supposed to be flow, not force, right? right? So for many people watching this, they came out of a season where they were trying to force anything to work. And this ain't about point and blame, right? This ain't right. about point and blame because we know folks are point and blame all day long. It's your fault. It's his fault. It's her fault. Right. This ain't about that. This is about recovery and walking into your new season, right? And right. with the past, the catch is this, we don't want to get stuck on the past. That's right. right. A lot of people hold themselves hostage by their past situations, setbacks, and failures, right? And the past, you can't do anything about it. Until someone comes up with a time machine where I can go back in time and fix the past, I can't do anything about the past. The only thing I can do with the past is learn from it. Right. That's it. There's lessons to be taught from the past that don't affect my future, they affect my present. Right. A lot of us let our past affect our future. We get burned in situations and circumstances. We think, man, I'm never going to find love again. Remember, I'm never going to find a great job again. Remember, I'm never going to find, you know, uh, someone who's going to care about me or be there mm. for me. No, that's not the case. The mm. past is simply there for you to learn from it, right? Something T.D. Jakes, T.D. Jakes said years ago that I absolutely love. He said, whenever there's a death of something, 
you got to have an autopsy report. My. Whenever there's oh, the my. death of something, you got to have the autopsy report. They're not mm. going to put a body in the ground without doing an autopsy. Why? We got to determine the cause of death so it's not repeated. My God. So if you have just walked away from a dead relationship, a dead Ooh. job, a dead friendship, a dead family dynamic, a dead business partnership, don't you close the door in that casket without first mm. doing an autopsy report. Because if you mm. don't understand what created the death, and let's be real, sometimes it's us, sometimes it may be them. But if I don't do the autopsy report, guess what happens in my new season? Mm. I'll repeat it again. I'll repeat, I'll repeat it again. Yes. Right? If, if, if I don't figure out what it was that caused the death, I'm going to repeat that in future relationships. So. I got to be clear about it. This is what I call shadow work. This is where you sit your butt down and do mm. the homework on whatever died so you're prepared for it next time around. Mm. Some My people don't realize that. God, God will set you up for, 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 for victory every single time. I know we got a diverse a diverse group of people that's watching this, but I know we both Christian individuals. I know we don't chat it a right, lot. Right, right. They got deep into the word. So yeah. they get mad they want to. Ain't nobody going to ask for no collection plate when we get done. But <laughs> we're going to flow the way we're going to flow, we right? flow, so, right. Yeah, so, so, I, so one of the things is this. I got to be willing to do the autopsy report and figure yeah. out what was the cause of the death. Yeah. <laughs> and, and if I get clear about that, those are the things I know I need to work on. So when I go out there and try my, my hand at it again, it doesn't end up with the same exact death. We, we mm. want to do the autopsy report. Now, what I love to jump into, because we're talking new season, we got change and vision out the way. We know this is change. I can embrace it or I can fight against it. And mm. vision, right? We got to see things clearly. So let's talk about why some of these folks are actually going through this separation process and this new you season. Because I'm getting this from a lot of people. Wow. Twyla, Twyla. I, I can't my tell God. you people I'm, I'm, I'm running across in my timeline. It's in my inbox saying, I don't know what's going on. And so I'm going to give it to you the way God gave it to me. There's okay. a principle I've taught for a while called the four stages of growth. The four stages of growth. And mm -hmm. in it, I talk about there's four stages God will use to get you to your fantastic finish line. And I'm going to run them down real quick and we're going to break them down. Number one is isolation. Number mm. one is isolation. No, I'm sorry. Remember, number one is isolation. Number two is separation. Number three is transformation. And number four is elevation. Isolation, separation, Ooh, transformation, yes. Yes. elevation. One more time. Isolation, separation, transformation, and elevation. elevation. And for many people, what, I'm getting a little bit of reverb on. Is that me reverbing back to you? No, you sound fine. Hmm, okay. You know, sometimes, you know, depending on the territory we get ready to go into, you know, sometimes the enemy will yeah. try to muck some stuff up, right? We, uh -huh. the enemy he, that he don't want the people to hear it. But it <laughs> That's, exactly it. That's <laughs> it. We're going forth, right? And so what I say about people walking into their new season, understand that as you leave, whatever you're divorcing in this season, whatever you're being called away from, right? Number mm -hmm. one, you're going to go through a period of isolation. Yes, Lord. I'm going to be clear about that, right? Yes. And I want you to understand something because a lot of people mess this up. And I, and, I, and I can't talk about this topic without going deeper into the concept of purpose because we both know we talked about it. We, right. we, we talked about this earlier that everyone was put here with a purpose in mind. Right. Right. No, no one, I believe, was put on this planet to, as, as one of my mentors said, suck up all the air, drink up all the water, die and go home. Right. Right. The, the Almighty came up with a greater game plan to put you down here for 80, 80 to 100 years to, to suck up all the air, drink up all the water, mm -mm. 
and then die and go home. There's a purpose on your life, right? And right. the reason why I say this, when I look at the book of life and the first, the first book from the book of life, we see Adam being created. The issue being was this, was before Adam was given a mate, Adam was given a purpose. Yeah. Somebody, somebody didn't catch that. Before mm -hmm. Adam was given a mate, Adam was given a purpose, right? Yeah. This is right. what he got first. For a lot of us, and, and I'm going to be clear, I'm going to step on some toes, so hide your pinky toe. I'm coming through stomping with the big dogs, right? I'm stomping. <laughs> I'm going to be clear. For a lot of us, we were given a purpose, but sometimes the thing we have just divorced or has divorced us was the thing that might have been impeding that purpose. Mm. Let's, let's be clear, right? Ooh. There are some, some I, I, I said I'm stomping on pinky toes. And say, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm coming through on stomping, right? For some of us, we got to be clear about it, right? For some of us, we got a purpose. And the thing that we may be divorcing, that's why I left it open to divorcing a multitude of things. It may be right. the job I've been at for 10 years, I'm letting that go, right? It may right. be the friendship that I have and I'm letting that dynamic go. We can divorce a multitude of things, but for a lot of people, when we're divorcing certain things, a lot of times the reason why that divorce has happened is number one, God's trying to get you back on track for your purpose. That's it, that's it, there, that's good. There's a, there's a message I gave before where I talked about, you know, are you in alignment for your divine assignment? Mm. And, and what that means is simply this. If I'm driving a car and I hit a speed bump hard enough, I can knock the wheel out of alignment, which means mm -hmm. now the car will pull to the right on its own or pull to the left on its own. And I right. can't drive straight towards my destination and I can't pick up speed on the highway. Why? Because every time I pick up speed and the car is out of alignment, number one, the wheel is going to shake. Number two, nice. the car is going to veer to the right or the left. So I can't pick up speed. And if I'm not careful, I can get into an accident because I'm driving a vehicle that I can't control. Mm. Ooh, did Ooh. I just go there? I, I can't tell you today, right? So Ooh. here's the thing. With some of us, the reason why the divorce process is taking place because you come across a speed bump. You come across a pothole or curb oh. that you hit that have knocked you out of alignment for your divine assignment. Mm. So part of the new you, the new season, the new walk is getting back into alignment and getting things back on track. I'm amazed how many people come out of a divorce of any old things we talked about earlier and all right. simply their productivity skyrockets because they mm. back focused again. They're moving in alignment, right? They're not veering to the right, they're not veering to the left. So that's why I said, you gotta be okay with the change. What many people I run into, they had a goal, a vision, a dream, and a purpose before the connection mm -hmm. happened, right? Yeah, and a lot yeah. of times those connections get put on the back burner. I don't know mm -hmm. who I'm talking to right now, but for some of you, you got a calling on your life and you put the calling down when you start picking everything up and God's word will not return void for so for some of you, I ain't saying all of you, for some of you, God is okay with the divorce breakup because he's saying to you, hey, I got to get you back on track. I, yeah. I, I got to get you back into alignment. My purpose for you is greater than what you want for yourself in this season. What you want mm. may not necessarily be what you need. <laughs> right. A lot of us don't understand that. But if I let him provide what I need, guess what? Nine times out of 10, what I want is wrapped up in what I need when I let him provide it versus me picking for myself. That's A lot of us ain't picked that up, right? So yeah. again, are we moving in alignment, right? Or yeah. are we veering to the right or are we veering to the left? I know some folks that's, that's driving straight for the first time in 10 years, right? Wow. Because they divorced a relationship, they divorced a job, they divorced a business partner, right? Yeah. For the first time, the blessings are manifesting faster than ever. They can't figure out why. Because you got rid of the pothole you kept hitting. My God. <laughs> Get rid of the potholes. You, 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 you trying to control your destiny and every time you put the brakes on you, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Absolutely. So, so, so when I talk about 
the four stages of growth, and it's so important because everyone I know who divorces something goes through this, right? right. Number one is, is separation, right? Which means you feel separated from the rest of everybody else, right? right. A lot of times coming out of a, a relationship, you're separated. Right. And you, you feel like you're in this little vacuum all by yourself. Well, that's going to happen, right? Because a lot of times if we're trying to get you back into your new walk, your new season, you sometimes got to be pulled away from all the noise chatter. Yes. Right. A, a lot of times when you're trying to find your bearings and get back on track, um, you got a lot of action going around you all the time. Everybody telling you what you should be doing. If I was you, girl, I'd do this, bro. If I was you, I'd be doing this. Everybody trying to put their tense and the wisdom on you, and you can't even focus because now you listen to someone whose situation really ain't much better than yours. It's just they haven't mm. hit that tipping point just yet, right? So we yes. gotta be careful who pours honey in our ear in this season because I don't want to take advice from somebody who's doing similar or worse than where I'm at. I want advice from someone who's up here, not somebody who's down here, right? But a right. lot of times we get information from people that struggle as just as bad as ours since they struggle ain't been exposed yet. My God. <laughs> so we gotta be clear. We gotta be clear about it. So a lot of times the separation process there is to pull you away from the noise chatter because you can't hear your own thoughts when you're listening to everybody else. I'm gonna say mm -hmm. that again. You can't hear your own thoughts when you're listening to everybody else right mm -hmm. so for many of you you may be in the separation phase right yeah, and after right. separation comes isolation right yeah. isolation is where people can't even get to you my god <laughs> they can't even get to you right you've been separated now you isolated they can't get to you and honestly you can't get to them right yeah. i remember uh, going through a situation and just a relationship breakup right where right. i was separated then i was isolated and i remember i kept trying to escape my isolation because nobody wants to be isolated right mm -hmm. i kept trying to go out on dates i kept trying to find things to spend my time to take my mind off the fact that i was isolated and i didn't realize the isolation was with purpose right yeah. think yeah. about the isolation like a like a caterpillar mm. you know for a caterpillar to go to a butterfly stage the first thing the caterpillar got to do is got to be separated yeah the, the caterpillar can't hang with the rest of the caterpillar community the caterpillar got to go off by itself and when it goes off by itself it's isolated inside a cocoon all by itself the yeah, cocoon yeah. ain't got room for three or four of his homies to come over and kick it they can't <laughs> sit there and, and play playstation 5 all day long the cocoon typically holds only one caterpillar at a time and That's it ain't right. roomy it ain't got a lot of room you can't be doing backflips and barrel rolls you sit in there and you just process everything my god right? you're talking <laughs> This, this is where you do the shadow work. This is where you do the autopsy report. This is where you do the autopsy report on both the relationship, but on yourself. Because a lot of times folks don't realize this. When you divorce something you've been with for a long time, the two identities become one. Can I say this again? The two identities become one. And part of the pain process is removing yourself out of that situation and rediscovering who you are, most importantly, whose you are. A lot of us are victims of identity theft. When we go in one person, by the time we come out, we've absorbed so much of their mindset, their beliefs, and their characteristics that we come out not knowing who we are, right? So right. isolation gets a chance to reset the thermostat to get back to number one, who am I? And more importantly, yeah. whose am I, right? Who's when I know who I am and whose I am, I get my power back. That's taking back the power, right? But right. inside of isolation, then we start to experience the transformation. When we can yeah. understand what took place, we understand the depth of everything. We process, process the autopsy report and we get a good idea of what went wrong. Even if we played part, we understand what transformed, then we begin to transform, right? So yeah. inside that cocoon, the butterfly starts to grow wings. 
It begins to transform itself, right? But here's the problem. In the transformation process, there's not enough room inside that cocoon for that butterfly in its wings. Remember, it was never a lot of room in that cocoon in the first place. So now right. the butterfly is trying to figure out, I got to get out of here. I've been trapped in here too long. I, I got to get out. There's no, there's no wiggle room, right? And so in order to get out of the cocoon, it has to set itself free. Mm. Now, notice I said it has to set itself free. I, I didn't say God was going to set it free. I didn't say yeah. your best friend was going to set itself free. Uh-huh. I didn't say your cousin or your pastor. I said the butterfly has to set itself free. And let me explain why this is so important. You understand that when a butterfly is ready to emerge from a cocoon, number one, if I see that cocoon rocking back and forth, I can choose to play the hero. I can say, well, that butterfly must be trying to get out. Let me try to crack the shell just a little bit so that butterfly can make its way to freedom a little bit easier. But the moment I do that, I sentence that butterfly to death. And here's mm. the reason why, Twyla. Because mm. if the butterfly emerges and it doesn't do it on its own, the wings won't work. Let me explain this because I need people to understand this. I need you to grasp what I'm tossing at you, right? Oh. When the butterfly emerges from the cocoon, right? When it breaks out of that heart, that heart outer shell, the wings will actually scrape against the outer wall of the cocoon. And when it does that, it stimulates the wings by causing blood to rush to the wings. That's what gives the wings the ability to spread and not only that, begin to fly. If that butterfly comes out without going through the process of breaking out of its own shell, the wings will emerge, but they'll never fly. You know, a butterfly that can't fly is dead, right? Right, right. It's it's, it's bird food, right? It's bright colorful bird food because it can't fly to get away and hide, right? So for some of you, there's nobody gonna come to your rescue when it's time for the transformation process to end, right? right. You got to break out of your shell yourself. You got the wisdom, the knowledge, the expertise. If you've done the shadow work and at the autopsy report, you have enough to transform your mind to say, it's time for me to get out and soar, but I got to break myself out of my own dark place. Why am I saying this? Because for some, some people, the reason you haven't walked in this new season, this new you, because you are still trapped inside a cocoon of your own making. My God. You have out. You break out of the cocoon. You, you, you are still processing. It's still processing. It's still processing. And you got everything you need to be successful, but you haven't given yourself permission to escape from your prison. My God. You got to be willing to release it. Mm. It's a life experience, right? And life yeah. happens. Life happens. We don't control what happens to us. We control what happens through it. So if I want to be stuck on all the hurt, all the past, all the pain, all the transgressions, I'll stay in that cocoon processing that forever. I know people that have been out of divorces from relationships, jobs, friendships, uh, family, and they still in a mental prison 20 years later still talking about how this person hurt them. Mm. And ain't moved on yet. My God. Still talking about how the job let them go and ain't moved on yet, right? They're a process of their own prison because they never gave themselves permission to break out. Mm. So you got to give yourself permission to escape the cocoon. And when you do that on your own, you give yourself permission to spread your wings and be able to fly. And that's the fourth part of growth. That's all about elevation. Elevate. Right? The moment yes. those wings grow and spread, guess what? I can go to heights the caterpillar never could. I can go to places the caterpillar can only dream about, right? Mm-hmm. One of the things I told one of my really, really, really good friends the other day uh, mm-hmm. on a phone call, I said, two caterpillars have everything in common until one decides to enter the cocoon. Wow. Two butterflies have everything in common when one decides to emerge, right? For some people out there, they, they, they think that this is the best they got and they're not going to get anything better. No, you're the, you're the caterpillar. When you decide to go into the cocoon and come out, you'll see there's other butterflies out there. Your job is to soar with all the other butterflies. But we got to go through those four stages of growth. We got to go through those four stages of mm-hmm. transformation. That separation, isolation, 
transformation, and most importantly, elevation. If you want to walk in your new season, you got to be willing to go and grow through that process. Those four steps, they're essential. Whether you're divorcing a person, whether you're divorcing a job, whether you're divorcing yeah. a friendship, a family member. Come on, somebody. Come on. I know we let a lot of things go in this new season, but there's always room for me to go to the next level. But I got to go through the growth phase. I got to be willing to sit down long enough to go through the growth process. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Woo. Woo. Kareem, you dropped some. Oh, my God. <laughs> I got a page full of notes over here. <laughs> my, my, mm. my. I love the four mm. stages. And I can attest to that because you know what? When you're talking, we're talking about purpose, walking into a new season and yes. things will start to happen in your life like none other. You're like, what's going on? What My mm. family members aren't talking to me and I'm losing friends or relationships because God is mm. about to take you to a new, a new level that you haven't seen before. So you, you talking, you talking. Mm. And, and isolation is lonely. Well, it's lonely. <laughs> yes. It's, it's, it is lonely. Yes. It is lonely. But one of the things I want people to understand is this, right? Just because certain people help you pack a bag doesn't guarantee them a ticket on your flight. Oh, Mike, say that again. I, I, just because they helped you pack a bag does not guarantee them a ticket on your flight. You're not going your with destiny was, Your destiny was written out before you even really had a say over it. It's how I look at destiny. I feel like what I was designed to do, I've been designed to do it all my life. I will meet people, as they say, for a reason, a season, or a lifetime. And unfortunately, you don't choose whether it's a reason, a season, or it's a lifetime, right? right? But I have to still be willing to go along with the process, understanding that if I put it down today, God may have something better for me tomorrow. Matter of fact, let me let me let me change my words. I, I said something totally incorrect. I told something that was very very immature. I'm not gonna say may have something better for you. I'm gonna say definitely have something better for you, right? Yeah. Tyler, if yeah. I got a 1990, if I got a 1990 Cutlass Oldsmobile, right, right. and I go to a dealership to trade it in. The dealership is not going to trade me a 1990 car for a 1985 car. Come on. Right? That's not a good trade. That's not a good trade. I don't want to trade down. I want to trade up. If I'm giving you a 1990 car, trade me up to something in the 2000s, right? Give me a 2005, a 2010, a 2015. Hell, yeah. give me a 2022 if you can, right? Right. When you give God whatever it is you've been called to put down in the season. Understand clearly, he's not going to give you something of equal or lesser value. I don't know who needs to hear this right now because some of y'all still holding on to the memories of yesteryear. God is not going to let you trade in that 1990 busted relationship, that 1990 busted job, that Woo! 1990 busted friendship, that 1990 busted situationship. And I said situationships because we got some folks that are in situations as well. They don't know if it's a marriage or a friendship or whatever, but we got some situationships going on. He's not going to let you trade in that 1990 busted situation and trade you something of equal or lesser value. When you give it over the right way and you are in agreement with the change, understand something better is coming. That's it. You, well, God, you don't you don't trade to the same equal value or down. You're gonna always trade up. The That's question it. is, are you ready for the trade up? That's the reason for the autopsy report. Are you ready for the trade up? My God. That's the magic question, folks. Are you ready <laughs> for the trade up? <laughs> Yes, I'm mm. gonna say yes, I'm ready. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Because, yes. like I said, this is a season of walking into that new you, right? 
which right. means I have to be ready for every good thing from the Lord. If I'm walking around complaining about what I used to have, I can't make room for what I'm supposed to have. I'm going to say that again. If I'm walking around complaining about what I used to have, right? I, I can't go on to what I'm supposed to have, what I'm supposed to be getting. You know, during the Great Depression, people were leaping out of windows when the stock market crashed and people lost it all. And I remember asking one of my teachers, why would someone jump out a 100-story building because they lost all their money? Well, they jumped out the building because they was at the belief that at that moment in life, they had hit their maximum peak potential, that there's nowhere else to go. I'm at the top of my mountain. And since it's all been taken away, there's nothing else to do but to go down. They'd rather take their life right? Then right. sit back and think that there's another chapter. There's another page to turn, right? The book right. is not over. This chapter got a bunch of different chapters inside of it. I got to keep reading, but you can't open a new chapter until you finish the last page. Right. For some of y'all today, y'all got to be willing to turn the last page to get into the new chapter, right? There's My something God. better if you would just turn the page. I know turn it may not page. feel like it. I know it may not feel like it. I, I know there you go. I know your visuals may be betraying you, your eyes, your, 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 your nose, your ears, your taste, your touch, your senses are betraying you, right? Because what we want is right here in the mental. Mm. This is all about manifestation, yeah. right? It's hard, it's hard to receive a thing if I can't first see the thing up here. If mm. I don't see my life as getting better than my last chapter, guess what? I'll keep rereading the last chapter. I'll keep rereading the same page again and again and again. I'll keep rereading and keep reading. No, there's another chapter. But I can't be prepared to move on until I release what I got up here. If I think this is all I got that's good, I don't make room for better, or better yet, I'll make room for best. So I got to yeah. be ready for this new chapter, right? And when right. I say new, I, I can't tell you how many people I see that have a renewed mindset, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Right. I'm seeing people that's getting blessed across my timeline. And I know what it is because I've talked to them. You don't release the last page and you open up the new chapter and all these blessings coming forward because you released yourself. Absolutely. Absolutely. Woo! My, my, my. Well, Kareem, listen, there may be some listeners and viewers right now that mm. want to get a copy of your book. I know your book, mm. GPS, My Success, it's everywhere. Mm. So tell everybody how to get that. And if you want to give a little snippet of it, that's fine. <laughs> we, can, we, we, can, we can definitely rock out with that because I, I listen, I'm a, I personally believe that this book has the ability to help if you have divorced anything. And, and 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 this ain't even a plug. <laughs> I'm just gonna be real. This yeah. is a blueprint and a roadmap to help you get back on track with whatever it is you want. So you can find a copy of this on Amazon.com. It's on there right now for $14.99. You get an e-copy for cheaper. And I think we got the e-copy up for like $4.99, right? So okay. this is up there right now. I'll tell the listeners what they're looking at, right? I tell people all the time that number one, if you're walking out of an old season into a new season, you gotta have the right vision. Yeah. You got to have the right vision, right? The reason why a lot of people are, are, are procrastinators about the new season because they don't know where they're going to go. They have no clue where they're going to go. We, we don't know what the future looks like. So number one, we got to be clear about where we want to go. Mm -hmm. What's the vision for my life, right? If I'm leaving a job, what's the new job look like? If I'm leaving a relationship, what do I want my new relationship to look like, right? Uh, right. If I'm divorcing friends and family, what do I want the new relationships around me to look like, right? Do I want situationships? Because you know, situationships don't always work out for the best of folks, right? But number right. one, I gotta set the I gotta set the address inside the GPS. If a GPS is a vision machine and it tells me where I'm trying to go, I gotta be clear about where I want to go in this new season. Yeah. For a lot of people coming out of a divorce situation, you understand this is a chance to redesign and reimagine yourself. 
Yes, it's a chance for you to get back in the gym, put your sexy back on, right? <laughs> it's a chance for you to get your dollars up to create a whole new version of you, a 2.0 version of yourself. But you got to be clear about what that looks like. Number one, we got to set the vision. Number two, we got to move clarity. And what I mean is this, the GPS gives you crystal clear instructions. When I put an address in, the instructions of how to get there are crystal clear. There's no confusion. Right now, you're either moving in a state of clarity or a state of confusion. My only God. one will give you results. So I'm going to say that again. You're either moving in clarity or confusion, but only one will give you results. So I got to make sure I'm moving in clarity. Number three, I got to be willing to connect to the right people hmm. and dodge my dead zones. I'm going to say it again. I got to be willing to connect to the right people, but also dodge my dead zones. Now, I know hmm. some folks are saying, what do you mean, Kareem? I'm saying it clearly, right? GPS works on connectability. My GPS stops working if I don't have a strong Wi-Fi signal, right? right. So number right. one, in order for me to connect, how strong is my mental download? What's my mental bandwidth look like, right? Am right. I able to connect with people in this new season that are coaches, that are mentors, that are educators, that can help me go in the right direction for what it is I want? If I'm trying to get my sexy badge with that six pack on, what what uh, what personal trainer do I need to connect with? Who am yeah. I following on social media to give me the blueprint and the game plan to get my results? If I'm trying yeah. to get my dollars up, I want to jump into cryptocurrency. Who do I need to help me understand that? Who do I need to connect with in the season to get back on track? And then who, what, or where am I dead zone? Now, hopefully, you've been divorcing dead zone, right? And, yeah. and, and I mean it across the board. For some people, your destiny is here, but that job you let go of, that's what was holding you back. That was your dead zone. Yeah. Your goals and dreams would all suddenly just kind of spiral out of control and get stagnant because you were spending so much time working on that, you couldn't work on what you're supposed to be working on, right? So I got to identify my dead zone. Who are the people, what are the places, and what are the things that slow down my productivity and most importantly, cloud my vision so I can't see clearly, right? And then number four, I got to be willing to recalculate. And what that simply means is this. If I put an address in the GPS and for whatever reason I roll and run into a traffic jam or I make a wrong turn on the wrong streets, I got distracted, GPS ain't going to beat me up and call me names. It's going to start to try to figure out alternative routes of how to get to my finish line, right? Yeah, it's going to yeah. recalculate and figure out how to get there. So the question being for most of us that are starting in a new season, right? We're walking this new walk. Mm -hmm. you, you know, what you was doing, that may be a traffic jam, mm -hmm. right? You, you, you can't go back that way. You left that. In, in 2021, this is 2022, right. the new you. So if you go in a new way, you may have to recalculate how to get to your finish line. And you gotta be mm. okay with that. Yes. That running partner you was trying to build with, that the road is out. You, you can't do that with them no more now, right? So you gotta recalculate. The goal and dream doesn't change, but how you get there may have to. Are you okay with the change is the question. Because a lot of us are resistant to the change. No, you gotta understand there's more than one way to get to the finish line. If the business partner walked away, if the job walked away, whatever's divorcing you walked away, be okay with that because there's more than one way to get to the finish line. Stop thinking you only got one way to get there. There's a multitude of ways. And then last but not least, are you checking the history log? The history log gives me a brass tax viewpoint of where I've been spending most of my time. Why? Because if I look inside EDGPS, it's gonna give me a history breakdown of every address I've gone to since I've owned the GPS. The question yes. being, if I've been spending time going to these addresses and they not get me to my finish line, do I need to change up what addresses I'm going after in my fantastic future? I say most people are guilty of cheating on their goals and dreams because they're spending all their time chasing everybody else's agenda. For yeah. many of you, I'm going to be clear about this. And again, I'm stepping on, I'm stepping on toes. I'm stepping on toes, right? For many of you, the reason why the divorce may have taken place is because you were kind of cheating on your goal and dream because you were chasing everybody else's agenda.
I know a lot of great people where their their vision got sidetracked because of the people they're around, the places they're around, the jobs they were loyal to, and mm -hmm. where your energy goes, your focus flows. Where your focus flows, your energy goes. So what am I focused on in this season that I wasn't focused on last season because I was so distracted yeah. by the cloud around me of everything that I was dealing with? Could it be that God allowed that relationship to come to an end, that situation to come to an end? Because now you have clarity when you was operating the spirit of confusion. My the God. reason why so many people take off when that process is done, because they're back centered, they're back aligned, they're back focused, and the GPS can get them to their fantastic finish line. So if you guys are interested in going deeper yeah. in the principles in the book, you already know what it is. Hit Amazon.com. If you can't yeah. afford $14.99, you got bigger problems than divorce. I'm just, I'm just you got bigger problems than divorce <laughs> if you can't chop this $14.99. I'm just being honest with you, right? But it's on Amazon.com. Feel free to jump on there and uh, uh, leave us a five-star review. We greatly appreciate it. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Wow, Kareem. Well, that is our time. Man, listen, I thoroughly, oh my goodness, appreciate you coming <laughs> on tonight. You have blessed Absolutely. my whole soul. <laughs> I Absolutely. Mean, I, I, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. And, you know, you're just phenomenal. And I really, really thank you for coming on. And I'm pretty sure that somebody, something you mm. said has blessed and encouraged and inspired someone on tonight and watching live mm. or the replay. So, yes, mm. yes, yes. So thank y'all mm. for tuning in on tonight. <laughs> and the replay will be available out there on YouTube. And don't forget to click that uh, YouTube subscribe button on Divorce Talk with Twyla coming at you live every Monday night. But speaking of Monday, mm. y'all know what? Next Monday is that love day. They call Valentine's Day. <laughs> so <laughs> there won't be a live show <laughs> next week. Mm. And um, there won't be a live show next week. Tune in the following week, the 25th. First at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. So mm. that's it. Kareem, you want to leave us with one last thought here before we uh, turn but, but, it down? Yeah, yeah. The yeah, last, last thought, thought I'll give is this, right? And, and I want to be clear when I say it. I say it all the time. You've been empowered to win. Stop playing to lose. And all that you do in this season, 22 to new you, I encourage you to be blessed. This is your season. Own it. Amen. Thank you so much, y'all. See y'all on the 21st. Bye. What a great show. Thank you for tuning in. Until next time, the Divorce Talk with Twyla show is out.